Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's your boy, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire. For Tuesday, April 18th, we are officially on Tuesday. I just got finished watching the Sacramento Kings pull away in the fourth quarter, bullying the Warriors. Folks, a stunning development. It's We're technically recording this at 1 a.m. East Coast time. It's 10 o'clock on the West Coast, and I can't believe what I just saw. It was one of those moments where I told Rob G, Rob, I'm just going to record right now. It, I'm just fired up about the game. This is going to be forever known as the Draymond Green stomp game. If you went to bed early, you missed some drama. You know, Draymond Green is at the center of it. But uh, the big picture here is the Golden State Warriors down 0-2 to the Sacramento Kings for the first time in Steph Curry's career. This is his 28th playoff series. Steph Curry is down 0-2 in a playoff series. I know a lot of people like the Warriors in this one. People didn't want to give the Kings a chance. Oh, they're too young. They haven't been here. They don't know any better. Folks, this Kings team is tough as nails, fast as hell. And I know it was Malik Monk in game one coming off the bench with a ton of points. He played okay. He had 18 points. But Davion Mitchell, off night. Uh, the, the, the young kid from Baylor had 14 points, a humongous three late in the game. He plus tenacious guarding Steph Curry. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, though, the hero once again. He's unstoppable, folks. He is super clutch. I saw somebody tweet out um, right after the game that De'Aaron Fox is better than John Moran, and I think that's obvious. I would take De'Aaron Fox any day of the week over John Moran. John Moran's a phenomenal athlete, but give me De'Aaron Fox as a leader uh, in the clutch. Like he is, He just delivered big time, 24 points, 9 assists, 4 steals. And, uh, you know, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, they hit a couple threes late. They got interesting, came back in the game. They're getting nothing from Jordan Poole. But I've got to go 
in on Draymond Green. First of all, I have a feeling he's going to get suspended for Game 3 in Golden State. That would be my guess. If you haven't seen the video yet, you're just waking up, well, you know, kudos for uh, tuning into Straight Fire before uh, what, turning on your uh, <laughs> your uh, news channel preferred for watching sports in the morning. Uh, fourth quarter, heated game. Sabonis is getting into Sabonis and Draymond kind of got into it in game one. It, it, these two, you know, listen, Sabonis is a tough guy. He gets pushed around a lot. Uh, they mentioned it on the broadcast, but he's tough, man. You look at his arms, he's all scratched up. And so late in the game, he goes, there was like, what, four minutes left. He's falling down in in a heap of traffic. And he's like on his side and Draymond Green like lands his foot like right in um, Sabonis's like, like body face, like not touching, but like right there close to it. And Sabonis, you know, grabs, uh, you don't want to say it's unintentionally because it looked pretty blatant like it was a grab. He, he can't really see it's Draymond, but he just grabs the leg. And Draymond struggles to get up, and on the second pull, he stomps down, and the ref sees it, and the replay is really bad. Draymond gets a technical, gets tossed, um, and rightfully so. Listen, a technical was assessed to Sabonis for the grab as well. I just, you have to wonder, the stomp was the most blatant stomp I've seen in basketball since Christian Leitner versus Kentucky in 1992. Leitner, that was the the Leitner game where he hit the turnaround shot to beat Kentucky— but listen, that was a bad stomp by Draymond Green. I don't know how he's going to explain it on his podcast. Um, there's no way around it. He got grabbed. He was frustrated. But you just simply cannot do that. You can't, you, you can't stomp someone out in the middle of a playoff game. There's a billion cameras, Draymond. I don't know what he thought was going to happen. That being said, they didn't lose the game because Draymond uh, was, was tossed. They lost this game because they had 20 turnovers. I don't know. I mean, listen, this I, I shouldn't say I don't know. This is the Warriors' MO this season. On the road, they play sloppy. They play lackadaisical. They, they're not focused, and the turnovers are aplenty, and it costs them games. I thought they were fixing to get blown out there in the third quarter. They fell behind, I believe, by about 13, and it was so dire that Steve Kerr said, I'm going to put Moses Moody in the game, and he went out there, gave some hustle, grabbed a bunch of boards, five boards, two offensive rebounds. I mean, he, he was going at it uh, in, on the inside. They needed that. Listen, Jordan Poole, another rough game, one of seven. I don't think he played in the final like six or seven minutes. Maybe not even the fourth quarter. Missed all his threes, had a couple good looks. Um, DiVincenzo, not as much of a factor as he was in game one because Wiggins is back. But Wiggins played 39 minutes. He had a good game. Uh, it was essentially the Wiggins-Curry show until two late Clay threes made it look like he had a good game. But Clay's struggling in his series. Once again, they win the Steph Curry minutes plus three. And when he's on the, off the court, they lose and lose badly. Um, Curry, I'm going to say something. That I, I, this shouldn't be controversial. But Davion Mitchell, without question, harassed the hell out of Steph Curry. I thought coming into the series, Keegan Murray might give him a chance, the rookie, because of his length. Murray has, hasn't played that much. Davion Mitchell is an unbelievable defender. He is a pest. He isn't one of these guys who's like a Pat Bev pest. He's like, I move my feet. I hustle. You're not getting by me. I'm fighting through every screen. And there was a moment where the Warriors call timeout. Curry brings it up the court. And you'd think, okay, what is Curry going to dial up outside of the timeout? They had a 24-second violation. And a lot of it was Davion Mitchell fighting through screens, not letting Curry shoot it. I mean, again, my untrained basketball eye tells me this. They, they need to move Steph Curry off the ball because he is working way too hard. Curry, 41 minutes. Five turnovers, six assists, 28 points on 21 shots, but only three of 13 from deep. 
and they're hounding him all over the place. I think you need to unlock him off the ball. Of course, this means Draymond is going to have to play point guard, but he was getting sloppy with the passes. He had five turnovers. You'd think Jordan Poole's a potential answer. They did unlock something with Gary Payton, uh, the mitten, who played pretty well. And actually, it wasn't just him offensively, but he had some defensive moments when they went to a zone. Yes, Steve Kerr was so befuddled, he dusted off uh, Moses Moody, the young kid from Arkansas. And he went to a zone. It looked like a 3-2. I'll have to wait to see the diagnosis uh, when they break it down here shortly. But it looked like either a 1-2-2 or a 3-2 just to keep Monk and Fox out of the lane. And it worked. They stormed back. They got right back in the game. But ultimately couldn't overcome the 20 20 turnovers. And listen, Sacramento inside again. 12 offensive rebounds. Folks, Golden State is in more than trouble here. Now, you'd think they'd go home, they ride the home crowd, maybe the Kings are a little spooked on the road in that environment, Chase Center will be rocking, but if Draymond Green is suspended, we're probably going to have to see a lot more Kuminga. Do they go small? Because I don't think you can go small when you're getting pushed around by Sabonis. I I don't. I mean, if you look at the shot chart in the fourth quarter, guys, and I I put this on, uh, on the gram, like, look at where all Sacramento... So, the Kings, in the fourth quarter, attempted four threes. They made two of them. I think Davion Mitchell hit one and Fox hit the other. The Kings, in the fourth quarter, attempted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve threes. They made four, but two of them were by Clay when they were down, like, ten with, like, 50 seconds left. But if you look at the paint, the Warriors got a bunch of dunks and layups, but the Sacramento Kings lived exclusively in the paint. And they got a bunch of buckets, and that is the problem here. Like, Looney, I know he's been solid. I mean, he was in foul trouble. There are, foul trouble is a theme in this. Uh, Red Velvet, Kevin Herter, who I thought played a really good first half. He got in foul trouble, and then they just didn't bring him back. Essentially, they're like, who are we going to pull? And Keegan Murray's definitely coming out, and it's Davion Mitchell. And then you got to have Malik Monk. And Golden State cannot keep Fox and Monk out of the lane until they went to the zone. Folks, they just they don't have a defender who could stay in front of both of those guys. Clay tried admirably. I thought uh, Peyton did a pretty solid job on Monk, but Fox is the guy. I mean, uh, 10 of 23, I know that doesn't look great. 24 points on 23 shots. Jason, where's the efficiency? I'm just telling you, he was the most clutch player in the NBA this season for a reason. When it's the fourth quarter and it's winning time, it's De'Aaron Fox, and he's taken over. And Steve Kerr, after the game, I know people will be surprised by this, but I hope that this was the first thing I said. Davion Mitchell in that defense against Curry. Steve Kerr, they did a great job defensively. We didn't handle it. They do not allow anything at all. And I'm talking from like once you cross half court, there's just, you have really no chance against this defense. They are, and I know they're a bad defense statistically, but a lot of it is the guard play. When you've got Monk, Fox, and Davion Mitchell chasing around on the perimeter, that is a lot of speed against 35-year-old Curry and 34, whatever year, how old ever he is, uh, Clay Thompson. Like, Andrew Wiggins did a capable job, but it is, this is getting to be, like, I don't want to say DEFCON 1, but uh, I do also want to point out, now some of the stats are popping up as I'm here on social media. Sacramento Kings in Game 1 had 60 points in the paint. Warriors just 44, so plus 16. Game 2, Sabonis, and bully ball. And even Harrison Barnes got into it. 54 to 40 Kings, so plus 14 in the paint. 
And again, there isn't like something, you know, you think like, okay, maybe they can unlock something um, offensively. I, I mean, they, you know, 47% shooting, 30, 30, 30, 32% from deep, 83% from the line. Just let this sink in. The Warriors shot better from the field, better from three, better from the free throw line. But you're going to lose the game when the Kings get 10 more shots because of offensive rebounds and turnovers. The solution is take care of the basketball. Now, that probably happens at home, right, when they go home for game three. We'll see what happens with Draymond. My guess is a one-game suspension, but I'm sure the conspiracy theorists will come out of the woodwork and say, hey, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. The league wants LeBron Curry in game in the second round. They want that. So just be patient. This is not even close to over. It's definitely not over, but this is like, you know, we're approaching DEFCON 1, faux show. Uh, the other game's not even really worthy of talking about. The uh, Nets were covering for like 96% of the game. And then in the final like two and a half minutes, the Sixers start to pull away. Maybe it's the final four minutes. Sixers pull away and get the win. James Harden uh, resorted to being terrible. He was 3-13, but Tyrese Maxey had a big game. Embiid had 20-19 and and 7 assists, blah, blah, blah. Sixers win and cover. Nobody cares. It's the most boring series out there. Um, We'll do a best bet for tonight at the end of the podcast, but I think I need to pivot and talk about football for a moment. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. 
criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The biggest news on Monday wasn't in the NBA. It was in the NFL where Jalen Hurts, the near MVP last season of the Eagles, only 24 years old, got, and I love this funny money, the richest contract in NFL history. Five years, $255 million. He's going to be making 51 mil per year. That's why they called it the richest contract ever. It is a little funny money. The key number, as we all know now, we're all more educated, we've got more information, is 179.3 mil guaranteed for Jalen Hurts. That is not quite what Kyler Murray got last year guaranteed, 189 mil. And Deshaun Watson, obviously, with the 230 mil deal from the Browns. There are a lot of takeaways from this. And it's weird. I was going at it with Colin on the show Monday. Like, I, I think we're, listen, I like Jalen Hurts. Let me preface it. I love everything about his grit, his resolve. The guy got benched at the halftime of the national championship game, right? Tua comes in. Then, uh, you know, it's Tua versus Jalen Hurts at Alabama. Then Hurts transfers to Oklahoma. I mean, he could have easily packed it up and called it a career and been like, you know what, I'm angry, I'm walking away. There's a lot of quitters out there, and Jalen Hurts ain't no quitter. Jalen Hurts says, I'm going to stick it out. He becomes a leader at Alabama. He goes to the NFL, second-round pick, gets drafted to a franchise that traded up at the time. I think they traded up for Carson Wentz. And he's like, okay, great. I'm going to be a a proper soldier, fall in line, and then when it's my turn, boom, I'm going to shine. He ultimately has like an okay season for them. They get to the playoffs heavily behind the running game. And then last year, I mean, really, if you look at the numbers, Jalen Hurts got this contract off one year. He had a really, really good year last year. And uh, let's keep it 100, right? Best offensive line in the NFL? Eagles are in the discussion. We'll, We'll give them top three offensive line in the NFL, but you could argue the best. He had A.J. Brown. They traded for a top five wide receiver. Uh, top five, if you don't want to give him top five, fine. Top seven. But A.J. Brown was, uh, I mean, a massive, massive upgrade for that offense. Uh, also, he was throwing, Jalen Hurts was throwing to Devonta Smith. Top 10 pick. Uh, a little undersized from Alabama, but again, a top 10 pick. They had a top tier tight end in Dallas Goddard. I don't know where you want to put him among the tight ends. He's not Kelsey and Kittle, but he's certainly not far behind those guys. Right? Eagles were absolutely loaded. Think about this. Their offensive coordinator last year, Shane Steichen, just got a head coaching job in the NFL. He had been an offensive coordinator for three years. That's it. The Eagles were loaded in. Oh, by the way, they beat up on a very, very, very favorable schedule. The stars aligned for Jalen Hurts last year. That is undeniable. Can he duplicate the season? I mean, he only had like 22 touchdown passes. Now, on the ground is where he's really, really impressive. And I also think there is some value in this. If you looked at the Super Bowl, I know he didn't win MVP, but I remember coming out the Monday morning after the Super Bowl saying the best player on the field in that game was Jalen Hurts. Okay? 374 total yards, four total touchdowns, the gritty um, two-point conversion run in the fourth quarter. Unbelievable run. That, that for me, is one of the great quarterback runs. You know, it's on the short list uh, of the last few years. Like, that— 
that run, when you slow it down, you're like, where is he going? Where is he? Oh, my gosh. He just carried a dude into the end zone. Like, there is a lot to like about Jalen Hurts. But again, he's done it for one year. So the big, I think the bigger play here, and you know we always like to look forward, try to project what's going to happen in the future. It's difficult, but I think in this instance, it's kind of clear. Lamar Jackson just saw Jalen Hurts after one good season. Again, two years ago, he was okay. They were a mostly running team. After one good season, Jalen Hurts got paid in the Escalade. Does anybody say that anymore? I I don't know. Lamar Jackson can come to the table with his agent, which (laughs) I wish I could say with his agent. He should probably call Jalen Hurts' agent, who, by the way, there was a big, you know, a hubbub on social media yesterday about how Jalen Hurts got his agent. It was a, uh, a, a woman who was like an agent or whatever slid into his DMs and was like, hey, do you have representation? Hurts meets with her, boom, she's his agent. Next thing you know, she's at Clutch Sports and negotiates an incredible deal for Hurts. If I'm Lamar Jackson, I, and I know he's not going to do this because everybody says he should. Obviously, when people are told to do something, they do the opposite. I think, my gut tells me he won't. But Lamar, if he were to call her, Hey, can you get me a deal similar to that? If I'm Lamar, I have to, uh, again, new information should make you adjust what you know, right? We do this all the time with the NBA legacy debate, right? Well, Jason, you didn't say LeBron was the best ever. Yeah, I said he was going to be the best ever if he got a title with the Lakers. That was not really going to happen. He got it. Yeah, I got him as the best ever. When you get new information, you should be able to come off old positions, right? That's what smart people do. A lot of people, though, of course, it's 2023. People are dug in to their positions. I'm not coming off X topic, no matter what you say. Because they think they're right. They want to be right. But in reality, you've got to get new information and adjust what you do. Remember the um, Caitlin Clark video in the national title game where the girl on LSU did the I can't see you, right? You see her do it and you're like, oh, no big deal. Caitlin Clark did it to the other girl. Then a couple days later, you see the video. Oh, wait a minute. This girl was following her around doing it. It's a weird, it's just bizarre. Like literally following her around on the court in a dead ball situation and doing it. And you're like, wait a minute, that, that, that's a little weird. And so you adjust how you feel on a topic based on new information. So if I'm Lamar Jackson, I go to the Ravens. I say, hey guys, I, this, this Hurts deal is awesome. I'm not looking for five, what, 255. I don't need all that. Here's what I would like. And let's work with this. I'm not even looking for 179 guarantee. How's this? If I'm Lamar Jackson, my move to Baltimore is give me a three-year fully guaranteed deal. Just three years, right? You know, whatever the number, at 150, whatever it is. So if, if you want to do 51 times three, that's fine. 153 mil, three for 153. And then you can't f- make me a free, you can't tag me with the franchise tag after that. And I can do what I want. If I'm happy and we're rolling, whatever. If I want to go get another bite at the apple, okay. Would you be into that idea? I stay here. It's a win-win for everybody. You guys get your franchise quarterback. Oh, by the way, did you see, guys, that the last two years going in late in the season, we were like 8-4, and 9-4, and 8-3. and three. And then, you know, I got hurt in the pocket. And, uh, and then this past season, I didn't want to come back because I was unhappy with you guys. I'm healthy. I don't have an injury history. I don't. You know, we get Odell. I got the best wide receiver room I've had in Baltimore, wide receiver specific. Maybe we up, maybe we do some things in the draft. How about it? Three years, fully guaranteed, 
and you can't franchise tag me at the end of it. How does that sound? And Rob G., you are playing the role of the Baltimore Ravens front office. Is this a win-win for you, Rob? Absolutely. And, and it's kind of funny that it's gotten to this point considering that by almost every metric, pick whatever your favorite one is, passer rating, QBR, uh, you know, net yards per pass, whatever, uh, total touchdowns, Lamar Jackson's unanimous MVP season was better than Jalen Hurts' season last year. Yeah. And for whatever reason, Baltimore didn't des- decide that wasn't enough. That they didn't show he didn't show enough in that one season to get a, a big contract offer. Even though, as you pointed out a few minutes ago, the Baltimore Ravens offensive roster, at least, is nowhere close to what Philadelphia has right now. Jalen Hurts is great. I think he deserves every penny that he's gotten, but they got a great offensive line. The receivers are good. The running back core is deep. It's a very well-constructed offense. In Baltimore, you you mentioned a few weeks ago, I think, that they hadn't have a 1,000-yard receiver on their roster until they signed Odell Beckham Jr. And he's been, you know, missing an ACL for two seasons, allegedly. So I don't understand why there's a big difference between what Jalen Hurts got and what Lamar Jackson, I guess, didn't get offered. Because last we heard, according to Adam Schefter, the big offer that they've been trying to push out from the Baltimore side is we offered him $133 million guaranteed fully, goes up to 175 for injury, and there's an additional $25 million guaranteed if he's on the roster at a certain point in 2026. So they're like, oh, we offered him $200 million guaranteed. No, you didn't. You offered him $133 million guaranteed. Is it, now, is this the Schefter report? That is the Adam Schefter report. <laughs> Back in September. Okay, They're so, trying to spin it as we offered him two hundred million guaranteed, and so you actually peel back the end. You're like, oh no, it's actually one hundred thirty three, and there's these other provisions that can bump the guarantees up. Yeah. So, so if I'm, I, I if remember I'm, seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm Lamar Jackson, and it's clear that the the bridges have been burned at least partly. Like I don't think they're ever going to be totally on the same page. So maybe the best compromise is short term deal. We give you a lot of money. And it allows Baltimore to either prepare for life after Lamar Jackson, if they don't want to give him, you know, 60 plus million a year guaranteed, whatever it is after that. And it gives Lamar a chance to decide, do I want to stay here in Baltimore knowing what our history is, or do I take my talents elsewhere where maybe it's not built exactly around me the way it is in Baltimore, but at least I'll be given an opportunity to show that I'm worth X amount of money. So now I guess the, the counter, and I'm sure people listening are like, why would the Ravens do that? And it it feels like a win-win to me. Now, you would say, well, why doesn't every team do that? Well, you know, you want your quarterback locked up. You want five years. You don't want three years. You want the longer deal. Lamar clearly does not want that. Lamar either wants all the money or a short-term deal. And there's gotta there's always a middle ground. You guys know this. You've seen enough negotiations. There always can be a middle ground where both sides win. In my opinion, Rob, I think the Hertz deal is kind of a middle ground, right? He has a no trade clause. Now, I don't know if that's worth the ten million less guaranteed, but again and Rob, I, I know you're gonna have a smart ass answer for this, but let's just remember hundred seventy nine million guaranteed versus hundred eighty nine million guaranteed. Is that really that big of a difference? The taxes, yes. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's tough for you and I to say, but it's right. not like the taxes in Philly versus uh, Maryland. Um, I, I don't know. this. It's not like one of those Florida versus California deals, but 
again, if the the ability to have a no trade clause in there for me for Jalen Hurts is a win, and that's probably worth some money, right? That probably cost him some guaranteed money. Um, I'm sure that more stuff will come out on the contract as it goes out. But like as of this morning when we record, I don't see the spot track update on the Jalen Hurts contract. So we don't have all the numbers. Usually there's like an interesting out after a couple of years. If you really dig into like Josh Allen, not the Patrick Mahomes, but like Josh Allen and some of these other contracts, it feels like everybody has a bit of an out at some point. And you would not have that out with Lamar on a three-year deal. Um, I think if you're Lamar, Rob, this is the second layer after the um, – you know, Jalen Hurts, how does it impact Lamar's deal? Well, what's going to happen if Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert get their deals? You know, I, I know that people uh, uh, don't think as highly of Herbert as, as I do. Uh, Herbert has, if let me check the notes here, zero playoff wins. Is that accurate? Yes, they lost to the Jags. But, I mean, by just about any metric, I think Joe Burrow clearly is is better than Lamar Jackson. Herbert's the interesting one. Like, we know Burrow's going to get paid. He's been to a Super Bowl. He's been to a conference championship game. You know, Herbert's going to be interesting. Like, does Lamar say, that's what they gave Justin Herbert? Well, what are you going to give me? I got an MVP. I got two more playoff wins than him. What, what's the big deal? But then then you get into the, well, Herbert's a big strapping dude. He's 6'5". You know, he's not going to, he's never been hurt. He plays every snap. Well, he had he had the rib issue. I'm sorry. He did, he had, I think he had some ribs busted up and he missed a game or, or whatever. But I, it, I'm i not paying Lamar what I'm paying Herbert and Burrow. I think you'd agree with that, right? No, not necessarily. I think it depends on what, how your roster is constructed. Like, I, I think the Chargers, top to bottom, their roster is probably top three in the entire NFL. Just position by position, all the way across the board, they are absolutely loaded. And Eagles would be in there too, right? The Eagles absolutely would be up and there And then too. the other team, I'm assuming Niners. Yeah, I mean, the quarterback is kind of a big deal. So I don't know if it, it depends on how you feel about um, the Trey Lance-Brock Purdy show. But if they have even, like with Jimmy G, I thought they were at worst top five. Like, because their roster is just stacked everywhere. Um, Baltimore is nowhere close to that. Like, their defense is pretty good. I, I like the, a lot of the players they got on, on their back end and their pass rushers are good. But if you look at that offense, it's like Mark Andrews and a bunch of dudes. Like the, the Orlando Brown was their best offensive lineman for a couple of years, and they lost him. You right, so they they Ronnie Stanley comes back from injury, and I I want to say he got hurt again. He did, or he, yeah. So it's like it's Lamar Jackson and friends. So what you're asking Lamar to do is a heck of a lot more than you're asking a Justin Herbert, a Joe Burrow, who are both fantastic. It's just they're not asked to carry the same weight of an entire team the way that Lamar Jackson is. I'm looking at Jalen Hurts' stats, Rob. 22 touchdown passes last season. 22. And I know he had 13 rushing touchdowns, which is a bigger deal. But when, And again, that's accounting stats. They don't mean a lot. Herbert's passing touchdowns his first three years. 31, 38, 25. I mean, Herbert's passing numbers are ridiculous. Now, the Chargers often are playing from behind because, you know, the coaches, the coach Anthony Lynn was not very good. The coach's past year I don't think was great. Meanwhile, the Eagles last year were absolutely dump trucking everybody. And Hertz is rarely throwing in the fourth quarter, right? Um, this is a tough one. I, I, 
what happens when Herbert says, I want more money than Jalen Hurts? Like, can you really argue with the guy? I hope Herbert's he does. Had three good that. years. Huh? But I hope he I hope he does ask for it. I think all of these guys should try to one up each other. Because like th- there's this like I, I don't want to get down this rabbit hole again, but there's this, you know, argument which is a myth that says that you cannot pay the quarterback big money and expect to win. Patrick Mahomes has shattered that idea last okay. season. Patrick Mahomes. Right? Who else? The, the, <laughs> look, Matthew Stafford was getting paid a lot of money when he won with the they had like four guys making sixty percent of the cap in, with the Rams. Yeah. So you can do it. You just got to make sure you pay the right guys. And the problem that people are getting into is you're paying Dak Prescott, who's an average to a slightly above average quarterback, top quarterback money, and that's why your team not as successful. Um, apologies to my guy Derek Carr. Derek Carr was making forty million dollars, thirty five million dollars a year, right? And Derek Carr is good. I think he's somewhere around the ten twelve range, but that's not enough to overcome the rest of the roster. If I'm going to pay the guy that kind of money, he better be the reason why our team is winning, which Patrick Mahomes is. And so on Stafford, it's interesting. He wasn't a, I don't think he was a top five guaranteed. I think he was like in the seven range. But if you look at their offensive line last year, that year they won the Super Bowl, the continuity was incredible. Nobody was hurt. Everybody was awesome. Then this past year, when they go from Super Bowl to dumpster fire, um, Whitworth had left. And I think they were down to like their third string guard. And they it was just really ugly on the offensive line. And you can't overcome that when you just don't have any talent around. So I don't know, Rob, do you think the Rams bounce back this year? I don't see it. Well, I mean, probably not, but I think they'll be better Every, than Everything fell their way. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they'll, I think that they'll be better than what people are expecting. Given how bad they looked last year, I wouldn't be surprised if they're right there in the playoff mix, like in December, that they're just one of two or three teams that are yeah. fighting for a five seed or something what, like that. Nine days away from the draft. There aren't many big free agents left. I, I, that it's tough for me to envision the Rams popping up from where they were like unwatchable dreck. Uh, I looked at their defensive depth chart. Holy hell. Like three names are recognizable. And Aaron Donald is one of them. <laughs> like, I don't know, man, that Rams team looks ghastly. That being said, if Aaron Rodgers leaves the Packers, it's like, well, Aaron Rodgers is leaving the Packers. According to everybody. If Aaron Rodgers lands with the jets before the draft, after the draft, whenever, the NFC is like real. There's a humongous drop off after like the top three. I mean, I think the Vikings will come back a little bit. I think the Cowboys will come back, and they can still make the playoffs. I don't think the Giants will be as good. So, but somebody's got to get in. Uh, Bears, you know, I'm joking, but you no, know, the Bears. If Fields make a leap, it's not unheard of. Um, I do think the Eagles come back to the pack a little. Um, I am happy for Jalen Hurts. If this comes off as I'm a Hurts hater, that's not true at all. I like him a lot. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. 
Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. All right, let's get to a best bet now. Three NBA games tonight should be a good night in the association. I think the the big one I got to start with is Suns Clippers. I know this is a big number, Rob. I don't see any way at all. The Phoenix Suns don't smash. I mean, they have. This is a must-win for them. I know Durant played forty-five minutes, and you only get one day off. But the line's seven and a half for a reason. You know, Kawhi. I saw a stat. He only he only missed two minutes in the second half. This is a guy who you know doesn't love to play a ton of minutes. I think I, I would not be shocked if if this was getting out of hand. All of a sudden, next thing you notice, oh look. The Clippers are resting their guys in the fourth because they're down 10 and they're not going to make a comeback and they're saving it for Thursday night at the Crypt. Um, so I, I would go Suns, 7.5. Cavs-Knicks, it sounds like Josh Hart is not going to play for New York. I know that Josh Hart does not impact a line. How could a role-player bench guy impact a line? You remember last week our guest from the, uh, the uh, Cameron Salerno co- covers the Kings? He said, Rob, that Malik Monk was the heartbeat of the team. And I was like, wait, whoa, whoa, how? Would not be surprised if the heartbeat of the Knicks is the Villanova connection. Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart. I know people like Randall. I like Randall. We know it's not R.J. Barrett, but Josh Hart's instrumental, guys. He Anywhere he goes, like the team just wins. He's one of those glue guys. I'm going to take the Cavs here. You know the zigzag theory in the NBA playoffs, right? One team wins and covers, then you take the take the next take the dog in the next one. 
uh, so I would go Cavs. Now, the one time, the other game I'm not sure of that I would stay away from is Celtics Hawks. Yes, there's a world where the Celtics just open up another can on Atlanta, which Atlanta, whew, just I, 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 it's not a good matchup. So, but for whatever reason, I wonder if the Celtics take their foot off the gas just a little. Remember, you look around the East and Giannis goes down. Oh my goodness, what's happening there? And then Cavs Knicks looks like it's going to go on for a little bit. Sixers do look good. Um, so maybe there's a thought that, hey, Boston wants to get in, get out, wrap this up in four games and get some rest. Um, but still, I, I'm leery. I like the Hawks, but I'm not betting that game. Anything for you, Rob? Yeah, I, it's, it's, I hate that I'm agreeing with you almost down the line. Exactly. I think this is a big Kevin Durant game. I think that um, he got off to a slow start in game one. KD is going to come out firing. I expect him to have like 12 to 15 in the first quarter. It's really set the tone. I think Phoenix ends up winning going away. Um, that Josh Hart injury is huge. Like we, we almost all of yesterday's podcast, we talked about the role players, you know, for the Lakers was re and, and Reeves. And then we talked about, um, uh, uh, Harrison Barnes and, and Trey Lyle. Like, you know, role guys are what wins playoff games because you, you pretty much know what you're going to get from your stars on night to night basis. Josh Hart is an incredible glue guy for the New York Knicks. When they made that trade, I was texting a few friends who are a few friends who are Knicks fans, and they were. I was saying, look, he is instantly going to be your favorite player oh, yeah. on that team. As soon as you get him, he, he the way he plays, he's scrappy, he's tough. He he comes up big in, in crunch time moments, which he did in Game One. Um, so in that sense, that's why I like Cleveland to bounce back and cover the five and a half. Unlike you, though, I, I think Boston's just going to roll. Mm. Uh, th- this is this is probably the worst matchup that Atlanta could have gotten because where all their strengths are is exactly where Boston's strengths are, but this just bigger. It's a bigger version of it. Who, you're, who, who did you like more with the Lakers? Josh Hart or Austin Reeves? <laughs> <laughs> That's tough because Reeves in the moment, now everybody's just like on the Austin Reeves bandwagon. I'll, but. I'll tell you what, Alex Caruso, both, both of them. No! I loved Alex Caruso when he was at the Caruso. Lakers. Caruso. Caruso. Above, I would go... Reeves Hart Caruso. And that's not oh, a slight wow. on Caruso. I liked him a lot. Um, but Car- you would have Caruso over Just because he it w- he was always good for like one out of nowhere jam on somebody. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Because even though you knew he could dunk, just seeing him do it still was kind of shocking. Like, look at this white, bald, Elmer Fudd looking dude is yamming on everybody. So, big fan of Alex Caruso. All right. That's it for today. Talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 